Welcome to another edition of Alcoa Tornado Football. Marty Millsaps alongside Heath Dunkel. Sorry we're a little late tonight. We had some technical difficulties. We got those worked out, and we're coming loud and proud to hear from Goddard Field and Bill Bailey Stadium on the campus of Alcoa City Schools. And Heath, tonight is the last home game of this 2020 season. Over early, but we still have three interstate games after the bye week next week. Absolutely, Marty. The next time we are at home will be in the playoffs, and we will look forward to that very soon as Alcoa number one in their region, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. But no. have another opportunity to extend that lead tonight as they play the Cougars of Northview Academy. Northview, Marty, comes into this game 0-2 in region, looking for a win in region play, but they're not going to find that tonight. No, and tonight will be, if I'm not mistaken, the 725th victory for the Alcoa High School Tornadoes, which is impressive to say the least. I think they are number three on the victory list and very quickly approaching number two, Dobbins Bennett. Maryville High School is the winningest football team in the state of Tennessee, but Alcoa is right there. Blount County is represented by both the Tornadoes and Red Rebels in that capacity. Uh, tonight, I, it, it, this is just a foregone conclusion. This will be victory number 725. Um, there's no skimping on it. This will be an easy game. Uh, we just hope nobody gets hurt, and the kids can, after the night, go and enjoy fall break. I do know... I saw a schedule. I do know that they have a scheduled practice for noon on Monday. Not sure if they'll give the kids off, uh, get the kids off so they can go to the beach or what they want. That is a concern, though, for the coaching staff about fall break is the fact that the kids get away from campus. They go somewhere where they may not be as safe. They come back and they've contracted the virus. So uh, we hope that doesn't happen. We want everybody to have as normal and fun of a high school experience, experience as you can. I never got uh, fall break, so uh, there's that. We got the day off after Thanksgiving. But other than that, we, we got no time off for the fall. Of course, we did have an extended summer, which I love. But honestly, about the middle of August, I was ready to get back to class. Uh, and I'm rambling a bit now, but we started one week before Labor Day, went one whole week, and then we got a three-day weekend. Uh, you may have changed a little bit, Heath. You're quite a bit younger than I am. Uh, I think you graduated in 2008, if I'm not mistaken. That was 22 years after I did. Uh, you can do the math if you want. But um, I do know that, that Alcoa goes with a year-round schedule. They started fall break this week. The team did practice Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And they have the game tonight. They will be, I think they practice again tomorrow at noon and then also on Monday. But we do hope that they can have some semblance of a fall break and get to enjoy some nothing else time with their friends and family. Hang out, but be safe. Well, Marty, uh, sacrifice, that's the name of the game. Um, whether you're on the football field or off for many people this year due to the pandemic. And, uh, Marty, it's, it's none different for this Alcoa football team, as you mentioned. Is, uh, sacrifice is what maybe some of these players, some of these parents will have to do 
in order to keep uh, this team safe and keep them um, able to be able to hopefully continue on this season. Obviously, three weeks away from the playoffs, um, and the last thing you want is to come playoff time, have to forfeit a game and not be able to move on. And for Alcoa, who's had five state championships in a row, they want to be able to continue that streak because I don't, I don't think that there's going to be any type of makeup games for those who contract this or have to forfeit a game in the playoff time. You, you, you can't go. You're done. Yeah, you snooze, you lose, uh, so to speak. And that's harsh, uh, harsh reality. And to be honest, it will be tough on the seniors because Alcoa never has their senior night until week one of the playoffs. Last year, they did it week two of the playoffs, which is very confident and uh, some say a little arrogant. I kind of like it. You just expect to be there, and they do honor the seniors that second week of the, the playoff season. The cheerleaders are wearing pink tonight. It is October the 1st. Hard to believe. This is game number seven of this 2020 season, and you're listening to an abbreviated Bob Ramsey, State Representative, District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, pregame show. Um, Heath will be uh, back moment uh, with the kickoff, but uh, anything that you expect to see tonight except for a lot of substitutions and mercy rule for the Tornadoes. Yeah, I expect to see Zach Lunsford, Marty, as a quarterback back tonight for the Alcoa Tornadoes, um, and we should see him get the start. Uh, two weeks ago, Camden Burden had the start, hurt his ankle. They put Lunsford in. Lunsford did a really good job coming into that ball game. And uh, Marty would have started last week on, however, an injury right before game time caused him to sit out. So they gave Burden the nod. Uh, but Burden, you could tell, was still really kind of coming back from that ankle, wasn't able to run, wasn't mobile, did a lot of handoffs and a couple of just quick one, two step passes out of the pocket. So you're going to see Lunsford back at the quarterback position tonight. And, again, uh, um, continue to see the development of this young sophomore quarterback who got his first start this season against the Maryville Rebels. Not a team you typically want to have your first start towards, but learned a lot. Probably a really good uh, game to grow from for him. Has had a lot of experience and will continue to get more tonight. And here come the Tornadoes. They're led onto the field by the Alcoa Youth Flag football team. And that was pretty cool. The the fans gave them a standing ovation as they ran through the the tunnel there. And now it will be the tornadoes coming onto the field through the enormous aluminum-colored helmet. As the tornadoes tonight will be wearing their special alternate uniform, their black jersey with aluminum numbers outlined in white over white football pants with the uh, traditional aluminum-colored helmet and maroon face mask and the maroon logo on each side of the helmet. Across the way, the visiting Northview Academy will be wearing white jerseys with green numerals outlined in yellow over solid yellow football pants. Their helmets are yellow with two green stripes and a white stripe in the middle down the center and a big green N on each side of the helmet. Well, Marty Northview won the toss, and they have elected to receive to begin this ballgame. Might as well, uh, you know, keep the Alcoa offense away from the ball as long as you can, and we'll see what happens. Northview, uh, got to be a lot of butterflies going on in those valleys now as they're getting ready to take on a very good and much more athletic and fast team 
than they are. And they're also bigger, too. And number-wise, they're a lot bigger. As Alcoa players on the sideline now for the opening kick take their helmets off and hold them up as we are almost underway here at Goddard Field in Bill Bailey Stadium. We'd like to thank Wayne Kaiser for manning the board tonight for this broadcast. Appreciate him. He's normally the voice of the Red Rebels who will be on tomorrow night. And he was able to help as the kick goes down and is fielded at the five on a hop. And the returner, number 27, looks like 23, Marty. 23, I beg your pardon. That is Alex Cruz. And he is swarmed under quickly and dropped at the 12-yard line. So he'll have a return of about seven on the kickoff. As I said in my video before the game, that Carlos Jose Hernandez or Sanchez is the kicking coach for Alcoa. He's also a teacher at Northview Academy. They tried jet sweep to number five. That is Jamin Scoutus, and he will be dropped after a two-yard gain. So positive yardage for Northview as they'll now have second down and eight. Well, Marty, guess who made the first tackle on that play? Major Newman entering back into the lineup this week, suffering an injury in the Maryville game that obviously didn't look very good and very promising. Certainly glad he was okay and really happy to see him back on the field tonight. All the Alcoa fans are glad to see him back on the field, whether he's 100% or not. Just good seeing that man up and about. Another jet sweep. This one will go for a five-yard loss. It went the other way, and it went to number 23, Cruz, and he's dropped for a loss. So now, Northview behind the chains on third down and not a position you want to be in if you're going to throw here against the Tornadoes. Marty, a uh, early Denzo scoreboard update as – Bearden intercepts a pass and returns it for a touchdown, and your score at the end of the first quarter, Bearden 21, Hardin Valley 0. Wow. So here we are at third and 12, the ball at the nine-yard line for Northview Academy, and Cruz goes in motion right to left. There'll be a quick screen that is thrown way over the head of the intended receiver on the far side of the field. That was number 80, William Kirby, and it will be fourth and 12 and time to punt for Northview. And back deep now for the Tornadoes will be Isaiah Cox, and it looks like Bryant, number 26, if I'm not mistaken, Heath. Yeah, it looks like Isaiah Bryant will be back along with Isaiah Cox to receive, Marty. They got Isaiah Square back. <laughs> the ball, Omer, the punt almost blocked once again by Gray Carroll. And it's shanked somewhat, and Alcoa will get the ball at about the 29, 28. They're going to say 28-yard line. So Alcoa in great field position to start things now with 10-15 on the clock here in the first quarter. We're still scoreless. That'll change soon. I'll get to some shout-outs, some secret safe place for newborns of Tennessee, a secret safe place for shout-out momentarily. And it will be Alcoa coming to the line. They'll be in a shotgun, and it will be Camden Burden starting at quarterback. With 
two running backs on each hip. Zane Bonham getting the start in the backfield back there, and a quick throw out to, is that number 99, Braden Anderson? It is. He takes the catch, moves upfield, breaks a tackle, and down inside the 20 to the 19. So the next snap, Alcoa will take over in the common sense pest control red zone. An interesting move here to start the ball game, Marty, as Camden Burden will get the start. I think uh, you and I both thought that it would be Lunsford, who is uh, healthy and back to go, but looks like Cam so far looking good to start off things, and we'll see if they can rotate them out tonight. And the pitch will go to Isaiah Cox, who is lined up in the I formation, and he will break one tackle, and he'll take it into the maroon rectangle for an Everding Orthodontics touchdown on a 19-yard Basically, student body left, and Alcoa now leads six to nothing on the legs of Isaiah Cox. And quickly to the social media shout outs to Jacob Latham, Connie Guttridge, Kenley Shepard, my buddy from Chattanooga, Courtney Odom, Carol Wright Sigmund, and Christy Milstead, a former class, not a classmate, but a former uh, high school student with me at Heritage High School. Uh, I'd like to say hello to her and hope she's doing well. As well as a shout-out to my doctor, Dr. Jeff Easterly, who said I was the healthiest patient he's ever had. (laughs) I lied about that. But a a shout-out to him. He said he listened to us during the Maryville game and has listened to us on and off all year. And We appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens and is a part of the broadcast. So with... 9.57 9.57 left on the clock here in the first quarter in two plays by the Tornadoes. They have a 7 to nothing lead over Northview Academy as we now set for the kick. Sorry, Wayne, I was going to try to go to a break there to get some of the spots in that we missed during the pregame. We'll make them up later. Once again, the Red Rebels will play tomorrow night. Uh, they will be on WGAP 1400 and FM 105.9, the sister station of WKVL. Uh, you can listen online uh, at WGAP.com. And both these games can both be listened as a podcast on SoundCloud. And uh, I'll get you the website you can go to to get to the SoundCloud link that will allow you to listen in your own time. Oh, the catch is made, dropped by number 23, Cruz. He's in trouble, and he'll be dropped at about the six-yard line. You cannot do that against the Tornadoes. He might have or really should have let that ball roll out, roll into the end zone. Yeah, he should have, Marty. Instead, they would have probably ended up around the 20 or so. But because of that, he fell around the four, got about two yards on the carry. The ball will start on the six for Northview, and uh, certainly – backed up again near their end zone for their second offensive drive in a row. Uh, didn't get very far last time. I don't foresee them getting far this time either, as this Alcoa defensive line is getting in the backfield quickly. Yeah, they are, and, you know, it's it's going to be a hard time tonight for the Northview Academy and their quarterback number three, that's Johnny Webster. Webster will turn and give it, looks like, is that Cruz again? No, number five. That is Jamin Skertis, and he will have the ball maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Actually, they're going to give him two yards forward progress out to the nine, 
And that'll be second down now and eight for Northview. And the link for the podcast, I'll get to it after this play, as the snap comes back to Webster, he turns on a jet sweep and gives it to number five. That's Jamin Stroudis, and he's got room. He turns the corner upfield to the 15, the 20, finally ushered out of bounds at the 22-yard line. That'll be a first down for the Cougars as they pick up about 12 yards on the carry by Stroudis. Yeah, nice little jet sweep there to Scoutus. Scoutus comes around the corner, got some wheels on him, and is able to pick up a nice Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, the first first down of the night for the Cougars. And the link for the podcast, if you want to listen to this game in its entirety at your own leisure, it is on thegrindonsports.com, and there'll be a SoundCloud link. Uh, click on the Alcoa for this one or Maryville for the other. And the give is to the fullback, basically right up the middle. He'll fall forward maybe for about a yard. And that's number six. That is Tyler Gildersleeve. He'll now come out. And number 23, Cruz, will reenter the contest now. Or no, that's number 21. That is Landon Taylor entering the contest now for the Cougars as they have it second down now and nine, three straight plays with positive yardage for the Cougars. I know that sounds, but it's an achievement. (laughs) And it will be Webster in a shotgun. He's got two wings now, one in motion, and it will be a give to number 23. That's Cruz. And I spoke too soon, Heath, as that will go for a loss back to the 17-yard line. And that 17-yard line spot on his forward progress is kind. He'll lose about from the 23 back to the 17. He'll lose about six yards on the carry. So as I said, they've just gotten three positive plays. They cannot run those jet sweeps. Alcoa is just way too fast for that. Although one did work for a 12-yard gain earlier, so what do I know? But it was to the other side of the field as well. Yeah. Well, great Carroll that time. Sniffed that one out. Before it could even get started, Marty, and uh, made him lose a, a lot of yards there. And now third and long for Northview. And it will be third and 14, 724 left in the first quarter. Alcoa leads 7 to nothing, And it is Webster throwing. And it looks like it is picked off at the 19-yard line by a diving Ronald Jackson. And Alcoa once again will have the ball in the common sense pest control red zone on this possession. And looking now to go up 14 nothing quickly. And the running back in the game now will be the freshman Cannon. And it'll be Burden back in at quarterback. And they'll have Sutter as a tight end who will line up in a slot. There'll be two people near Sutter to the right and a wide receiver to the left and forward. Two backs in the backfield with Burden. He's got a post to Sutterth out of the slot, and Sutterth makes the catch, and it'll be a 19-yard score and another Everding Orthodontics touchdown tornado. Marty, all good things come in 19s, apparently, as Isaiah Cox started things off with a 19-yard run for a touchdown, and now on the second offensive drive, 
a 19-yard pass, this time to Aaron Sutter, who puts it from the red zone into the end zone. And Alcoa quickly extending their lead. It'll be 14 to nothing pending the PAT. 13 to nothing now with 7.08 left to go in the first quarter. Uh, my goal tonight, the kick up and doing, and that's 14 to nothing now. Let's go to a 60-second break, and I'll be back to tell you what I plan on doing later this ballgame. Back after this. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Trim down. Welcome back, football fans. 14 to nothing, tornadoes now. With 7.08 left to go in the first quarter, they're set to kick again. And uh, before we left, I was going to tell you what I was going to try to do tonight. And what I'm going to try to do is during this ball game, while I'm doing a broadcast, I'm going to enter an album auction and try to buy a record during the broadcast. And a fair catch by number 80, that is Kirby again. And uh, this time, uh, Alcoa does. The Cougars a favor by short kicking and giving them better field position out to the 26-yard line. So if your suspense was held, he says I should wait till the next break now to tell you what I had for breakfast last Saturday morning at Record Store Day. <laughs> and I believe I will after the next break, if Heath will remind me, after the next Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout, I'll let you know what I ate for breakfast last week at Ramey's Cafe over in North Knoxville. <laughs> And is that a new quarterback in now? Oh, no, be. it's number three. Still in the game. That is Webster, not the little guy that used to have his TV show, but the quarterback for the Cougars. And the gain will be maybe a, a one. No, it's going to be a loss of a yard back to the 24. So in reverse go the Cougars as Alcoa now uh, tries to run their non-scoring region or hold region opponents to no score now, and it is up to, I believe, this season and last season. This will be quarter number 34, if I'm not mistaken, Heath. I'm not sure what the total was overall. Marty, 36 straight quarters without allowing a point to a regional opponent in the regular season. So uh, six and a half minutes away from making it 37. Excellent. Johnny on the spot, best color commentator in the league or on the radio, Heath Dunkel. 14 nothing. Alcoa 6-13. It is a illegal motion or delay of game, actually, against the Cougars, and that will cost them five yards. It will now be second down and 16 with 6-13 left, and Alcoa leading 14 to nothing. So 
I'm sure Alcoa has some goals tonight. I, I would say they probably would like to score a non-offensive touchdown, whether it be a, a defensive score or a special team score. Uh, you know they, they've put some maxims up now for the, the tornadoes, and you got to when you play teams like this. It's hard to stay focused against teams that you know you're three or four times better than. And the pump or the screen is pump faked and had to be, or Gray Carroll would have batted that into the middle of next week as the screen pass goes out to number 80, Kirby, again. And it'll be a loss again on the play of about three yards. It'll be third down and 18. So not the position you want to be in if you're the Cougars. Maybe a draw play right here would be the best that they could do, I believe, in this situation. I didn't have my spark tonight, so I'm not going to be as sharp as I normally am, and that's not real sharp. (laughs) Anyway, the Webster is in a shotgun. He'll take, he'll give the ball in a jet sweep, number five. That was the biggest play they've had yet, and he will pick up good yardage for the Cougars as he is out to the 30-yard line. So he picks up... About 11 yards on the carry, it'll go, it went from third and 18 now to fourth and five, so he picks up 13 yards. That man has 25 yards on two carries, by far their best offensive performer this evening, as it will still be fourth down and five, and the punting unit on now in the form of number nine, that's Jimmy Kuznicki. And back waiting will be the Isaiah Square of Cox and Bryant. And it'll be an angled kick towards the sideline. It'll go out of bounds at about the 45-yard line. And Alcoa, once again, with great field position inside of their opponent's territory. Let's take a 30-second break. We'll be back with more of action tonight on the Twin Cities Certified Game of the Week after this. 14-nut tornadoes. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638. Or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. And on fourth down, the Tornadoes attempted a screen pass to instant Sankey, Ahmad Sankey, and it was incomplete. So Alcoa now staring down a second 10. They'll just run a crossbuck to Zane Bonham, who played late last week and played well. He got the start tonight in the backfield, as he also plays linebacker, and he picks up eight on second 10. He'll set up third down and two, and Zane's one heck of a player. And I mention every week his parents are just super people as well. Really big fans of his parents. Yeah, tremendous young man. Is uh, he will now come to the sidelines along with a few other players as they'll rotate some guys in. Looks like Great Carroll in on offense. Uh-huh. Summerall in, and Ahmad Sankey enters at running back. 
It'll be the stack I. It'll be Gray, Summerall, and Sankey dotting the I. He'll get the ball out of the I formation. He'll pick up yardage down to the 36, which will be a plenty for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And Marty, uh, poor number 42 out there for uh, North, yeah. who just got pancaked as uh, the greenback transfer, Tyler Jeffries, took him for a ride about 10 yards down the field and then uh, finished up in the against the turf. Uh, my son got the, um, we ought to call that the Fantastic Voyage by <laughs> Coolio. He bought the 25th anniversary of uh, the Fantastic Voyage album. Quick pass out in the right flats to Braden Anderson. Turns it upfield and ran out of bounds at the 13-yard line. That'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And Alcoa hitting on all cylinders tonight against the Cougars. And they are once again in the common sense pest control red zone first and 10 at the 13 with 313 left to go in the first quarter. 14 to nothing on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. Hamden Burden in a shotgun, Bonham the lone setback, and it'll be a give on a jet sweep to Ronald Jackson, who waits patiently for his blocking and does a great job and picks up about nine or ten yards inside the five down to the three or four. But what a good job that time of reading his blocks, waiting patiently for that hole to open up and moving deeper into the common sense red zone and picks up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first and. 10, or first and goal now from the three. Well, Marty, you talked about some things Alcoa may try to practice this week. Well, it looks like what they're practicing as well is rotating some different guys at different positions just to see how they do and how beneficial it will be in case they, their number is called upon as Jackson, who normally doesn't run the football, the running back position did so right there. And back to pass is Burden. He's got a receiver open over in the left corner. Oh. Did he get a foot in? No, he dropped it. Nope. It is incomplete, and I lost view of it momentarily. And the intended receiver was number Seth Green, uh, uh, another kid in tonight that's playing for the Tornadoes. So uh, good luck on almost had a touchdown catch right there, Heath, which would have been remarkable. See if he's a senior and they may be playing him in his last uh, regular season home game. Yeah, that's a great point, Marty. They may be trying to get a lot of the seniors some extra work tonight. Or is it Jude Green? No, is it number – what number was he? Well, Marty, this time they give it to Sankey, and Ahmad instant Sankey with the instant touchdown for Alcoa as he scores from three yards out and continues to add to this lead for Alcoa with 223 left in the first. That will make it 20-0, to zero, now pending the extra point. Well, I found a Jude Price on the roster. He's number 41. I thought it was 21, but it happened to be him. He's actually just a sophomore. He goes six foot, 185 pounds. That looks generous compared to the man that just walked off, the young man that just walked off the field. And it will be Foley now. Jet Foley on for the PAT with 2.23 left to go in the first quarter to make it 21 nothing Alcoa. And he does. It's right down Lodge Street. And Alcoa now leads 21 to nothing. We'll be back after this 30-second timeout with more of the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's Early Morning Show. 
The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. I always get confused because he ends his spot ends with music, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't recognize that bumper music. That's not one that I okay. <laughs> Regardless, Alcoa with the kick now. It is high, end over end. Fielded at the 10 yard line by Cruz as he makes his way upfield, slips a couple of tackles, and gets the ball out to the 35 yard line. So I'm assuming Alcoa may have had some reserves on the field for that kick, and it showed as Cruz. Just hit the hit the high gear and took it out to the 35 yard line. A good run and a 25 yard return for the Cougars. Marty, as uh, Northview gets ready to go here on offense, Harden Valley scored a touchdown, went for the PAT, but it was no good. And so now the score with 2:27 left in the second quarter, Bearden 24, Harden Valley six. And a special shout out to one of my best friends since fifth grade. Brad Roberts, who is here in attendance tonight, just to let me know he thinks this game uh, will be out of hand in no time. Quick. And also a special shout-out now to my wife, Christy, son, Jackson, and our two dogs listening at home, Nixon, the senior of the group at 16 years old, and the new pup, Alice, who is a retriever mix, and she is about, I'm going to say about 10 weeks old or, or 11. Anyway, and she's rambunctious. And it is a new quarterback in the game now, or is that still number three? No, it's a number seven. That's what Simon I Sizemore, the sophomore, and a quarterback. And he'll turn. He'll give the ball off to number five on the jet sweep. And the five is Jamin Scroutus. And he's a pretty good athlete. He's got good speed. He reads holes. He gets positive yardage. This time he picks up seven out to the 42-yard line to set up a second down and three. It won't be long till they start uh, adjusting to that play. But he's the lone bit of offense the Cougars have had tonight, Heath. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done well for them, Marty. I certainly think they'll be continuing to try to dial up his number and use him more and more tonight. But, you know, pretty soon, as we mentioned, Coach Nix will make the necessary adjustments, and Alcoa will key in on number five. And number three, that is Webster back in the game at quarterback now in a pistol formation with two wings and one tailback. He'll fake the jet sweep to Scroutus, and he'll give it up the middle to number six. That's Gildersleeve. Gildersleeve will lose a couple or one on the carry, and move it back to the 41. That'll set up now a third down and four for the Cougars. 
and they cannot afford to give the ball and go three and out and give the ball back to the tornadoes right here, or they will be looking at a big deficit. If and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction, Heath. If the Cougars punt here, I'm, I'm gonna predict it's blocked. Yeah, North you needs to be careful here, Marty, and they're uh, running out of time here in the first quarter. We'll see what they do here. They're able to get a first down, and Marty uh, scours his this time, not oh, having wow. a lot of success. As Al- oh, yeah. Goodness, Alcoa just uh, picked him up and did a WWE move on him. Yeah, that was a uh, belly-to-belly suplex right there and dropped back. They're going to give his forward pro- progress to 35, and that's good because they did pick him up and more or less carry him about another five yards backwards. That'll be a loss of six on the carry that time by Scroudus. And he, Alcoa knew that play was coming, and they stepped it out, and they dropped him for a loss. And we come to the end of action here in the first quarter. All Alcoa, 21 nothing, and they will be receiving the punt when we come back after this Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout and break on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. We'll be back in 60 seconds after telling you Alcoa leads at the end of one, 21 to nothing. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. I like to let that lead in until the drummer starts that song. Just a great lead in. One of the best lead in songs. Lead in song ever. Love it. And the kick is away. I missed the prediction of it being blocked. Uh, it will roll out of bounds, however, at the Alcoa 41. So roughly a punt of 24 yards, or actually less than that, 21 yards, as they're going to mark it out at the 44. And Alcoa will have the ball first and 10 at that point. Not in Cougar territory, but very close. Well, Marty in a quarterback now for the Tornadoes is number 11, the sophomore, Zach Lunsford, as he is now entered. And it looks like in the backfield with him, I was going to say his number three, Landon Ford, but they're going to move Landon Ford out to uh, the outside wide receiver position. They've got Sankey to his left and Mr. Young Man Freshman Elijah Cannon to his right. And it'll be lunch for the throw. Quickly does so at the Ford on just a little hitch. And it'll be a pickup of two, maybe three yards as they never get Ford to the ground. But his progress was stopped. And it'll be a pickup of three. So Lunsford starts one for one for a three-yard completion. Shout out to the defensive back, number 23, Alex Cruz, who held on for dear life that time and held Ford in his place and allowed time for the defense to get over there and swarm around him and not allow him to get any further. So now second and eight for Alcoa. And Lunsford in a shotgun once again. He'll have both the same backs flanking each ship this side in either direction. 
or swap directions. It'll be a cross buck to Cannon, and Elijah Cannon gets the ball out and into Cougar territory as he'll be tackled at the 45. He'll pick up another Dwight Price of Realty Executive first down. Clock continues to run at 11.03, and Alcor leads 21 to nothing. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I-formation, Lunsford going under center now for the Tornadoes as they'll have three receivers, one of those a tight end in the slot, and the give will be to Jordan Harris. That is Jordan Harris. There you go. The game and big hole. He runs, dashes into the maroon rectangle for another Everding Orthodontics tornado touchdown. 10-40 mark in the second quarter. It's now 27-0 Alcoa pending the PAT by Jet Axel Foley. Nice run that time by Jordan Harris, Marty, as he was off to the races. They mentioned last year when he entered as a freshman that he was known in middle school as the fastest man on the field. He looked like at that time as he bursted through the line, saw an opening, and no one was able to catch him. 46 yards later, he winds up in the end zone. Now comes the extra point, and back to the kick is Jet Foley. The set, the kick up, the kick doing. Let's see who's holding this week. It is, I believe, number 16 or no. 31 on the hold that time for the Tornadoes. And third holder this year, that is Terrence Long, a freshman. So good job, young man, as Jet Foley adds that. Let's take a 30-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified Game of the Week after this Louis Lawn Care timeout. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. I like this song too, and the Cougars did come as they are, and now they're down 28 to nothing as a full moon starts to rise over the Smoky Mountains just to our left here from the press box. And what a beautiful sight here in East Tennessee, and what a beautiful sight on the field as the Tornadoes look to secure their 725th win as the Alcoa High School Tornadoes. The kick high end over end, fielded at the 10, and it will be Cruz again. He will turn up field, he'll break one tackle, and he'll pull the pile forward out to the 25-yard line. Decent return that time of 15 yards by Cruz. 10-24 left in the first half. Once again, 28 nothing Tornadoes. As the Tornadoes send their starting defense back in, this defense will play this entire first half. And normally, he'll play them for at least one series in the second half. Got to get used to going both halves. And they'll need that later on uh, as they've got Dobbins Bennett coming up the last game of the season. 
shotgun formation. Webster in, moving early. There's no call. Webster's going to take it straight ahead. He'll pick up two out or three out to the 28-yard line, and that'll set up second down and seven with 10 minutes remaining in the second quarter. The moon now entirely over the Smoky Mountains and just gorgeous. And he's filling in for his brother. Not only is he doing color commentary now, but he's also doing our social media and uh, doing a good job. Hard to do both. People don't realize. Yeah, it's back to old school, Marty. We used to have to do this until we got a uh, had Trevor up here helping us out. And uh, Marty Trevor actually tuning into the ball game tonight. So things are coming in crystal clear from his end as he is in uh, Florida tuning into the ball game tonight. So Trevor, thanks so much for. For listening, we certainly will miss Trevor's Tornado Trivia this week, and uh, we'll be ready to have you back. Unless you want to go ahead and tweet one out tonight while you're on vacation, you know, why not? <laughs> but uh, regardless, uh, 909, the Trevor's Tornado Trivia is brought to you every week by Windy City Grill. It's a $10 coupon for lunch or dinner there, and it is superb. Shotgun and now five receivers as Cruz comes in motion, right to left, it's going to be just a quick throw, and that is over the head of the receiver, number 21. That is Landon Taylor, and that will set up fourth down and five now for the Cougars at their own 30-yard line. And the punt, once again, will be number nine. That's Jimmy Kuznicki. And Marty, uh, back to receive this time, uh, number 26, Isaiah Bryant. But... Alongside of him, number nine, Jordan Harris. Indeed. And we'll see what these kids can muster if they can get to Boston. They've been angling the punts all night long towards the sideline, and it'll be no different this time as he angles it towards the right sideline or the near side on our booth. Best kick and punt of the evening is it takes a cougar roll and goes out of bounds at the Alcoa 34-yard line. <clears throat> so that kick went 30 four yards, 36 yards, and easily with no return, the best kick of the night for the Cougars. However, Alcoa's offense is coming back onto the field with 840 left, and he, it wouldn't surprise me if Alcoa's up 42 to nothing at half. Yeah, that could certainly happen here, Marty, and Marty back on the field as well. At quarterback is Camden Burden. He is. Lunsford got one series, and now it's back to the starter, and not a lot on that series. Two plays for Lunsford. It was a complete pass and then a big run by Jordan Harris as Burden throws it out to, is that Cox that catches the ball, reverses field or reverses his footing, cuts back to the outside, goes past the 50 into Cougar territory, finally ushered out of bounds at the 46-yard line. So a good pitch and catch that time from Burden to Cox. Yeah, a little slant route inside the Cox that time. Would have been tackled after about a six-yard gain, but Cox really quickly chopping the feet, stopping his progress, spinning off the defender, breaking it out to the outside, and picking up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Air Jordan Harris. And the give is to leave us Cox in the backfield. Yeah, thank you. Thank you back in there. He does a little... Slide, slide, slippity slide step at about the 35, continues downfield, 30, 25, ushered out of bounds when he gets into the common sense pest control red zone 
at the 17-yard line. So a nice run there by Ahmad Instant Sankey and gives Alcoa a first and 10. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives first and 10 uh, deep in Cougar territory. Alcoa leads 28 to nothing. And Heath, would, since it's October, would that be considered a harvest moon or is that in November? Mm, that is one I do not know, Marty. I have to research that for you. Anyway, Burden in, fakes the handoff, looks, and put him in a bag. He's sacked back at the 25-yard line, and it looked like number four, Cameron Stennett of the Cougars, was shot out of a cannon himself, and he was on the Alcor quarterback quick. So he came through unaccounted for and blows up a big sack on the Tornadoes, and it'll now be second down and 18. Yeah, nice job that time from Stewart getting into the backfield. Burden, eyes focused downfield, did not see the defender get through the offensive line. And before Burden could evade the pressure, he was taken down. So, yeah, it's going to be second and 18 for Alcoa. Now clock ticking, 7.36 and counting off the clock here in the second. But Alcoa 28-0 to as they look here to extend their lead. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, two men in the backfield out of a shotgun. The whistle blows before the snap. And it's going to be a delay of game against the Tornado, so that'll cost him five more yards now back to the 30. And if I know Rankin, he'll say, go into the huddle, run the same thing, and it better be good. That's what they're going to do. They're not even going to huddle. And, and you know, uh, no bird dogging, Cougars. Same formation, same backs in the backfield with, same play, and it is basically a crossbuck to Ahmad Instant Sankey wow. on his feet. What one man to beat, and that man escorts him out of bounds at the four-yard line. That'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and uh, just a great run. The Cougars knew what was coming. They just couldn't stop it. Yeah, very nice run by Sankey, and I know he would have liked to put that one in the end zone, but a heck of a play, getting some big-time yardage, especially knowing that Northview knew the play that was coming. He made a lot happen there. And so now four yards away from Pater. Marty, we'll see if they give it to him again right here. Stack eye, Sankey dotting the eye, Sankey getting the football off tackle left. Sankey scores easily as he goes into the maroon rectangle for another Everding Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes. Another nice run for Ahmad Sankey in his ninth touchdown of the season. Wow, Ahmad knows how to find pay dirt. Whether it be a white, maroon, or black jersey, Ahmad Instant Sankey delivers. 17 left, 34 to nothing, pending the PAT by Foley. He's on to kick now. Snap, the set, the hold, the kick. Everything's good. And just like that, the Tornadoes burst out to a 28 nothing lead. Or 35 nothing lead, forgive me. And you know what that is, Heath? Mercy rule. As soon as halftime gets upon us, it will be mercy rule. And not, I'm sure the Cougars would go ahead and, and, and be okay to start mercy rule right now. Say, so go ahead and start mercy rule and start up the bus. We're getting out of here. <laughs> Be sure to stay tuned at halftime for the Bob Ramsey 
State Representative District 20 halftime show paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey president or treasurer. Mess that one up. I'm going to say that uh, debate this week must still be in your head. I know, right? Oh, that was that was awful. Seven ten left to go, and it will be the tornadoes to kick. And after the change of possession, we will take a thirty second timeout. I meant to do it right here before the kickoff. And I forgot. We've got to get some of these. We got a late start, so we got some some. Uh, advertisers that need to get their spots in. And it will be Foley to kick as he marks off. He's taking a deep run at the ball. This will be a deep kick. And once again, back deep will be Cruz for the Cougars. And the kick is high, a little bit shorter as it's fielded by Cruz. At the 14, he takes it, goes to the left. He should have just stayed up the middle because he tries to cut it outside. He's caught. He gives up ground. We'll see if they give him his forward progress because he was driven back a long way, and we'll find out where they're going to mark him down at. They're going to mark him down at the 15-yard line after you give up ground, so it'll be a return of one yard. And it'll give poor field position once again to the Cougars, and they've got now, they've got to put at least a couple of first downs together and try to get some time off this clock, or they're going to be down again. Well, Marty, another team that needs to put a couple first downs together is Hardin Valley. Yeah. As 32 seconds remain in the second quarter, Bearden 31, Hardin Valley 6. And Bearden, I think, will play Maryville next week. It was a scheduled open date for the Red Rebels. The game was canceled, I think, in week two due to, or week one, which is the second game of the season, due to COVID issues for the Bulldogs. And it's been rescheduled for next week, and that will be on our sister station as well, 1400 a.m., or FM 105.9, or stream at WGAP.com. Oh, you did? Uh, Wayne just checked in and said they've already beat Bearden 28 nothing. That's fine. Thanks for helping me out. We don't pay attention to what the Rebels do except when they play us. Well, Marty, if, uh, <laughs> if, Wayne had it, or if Marty had it his way, Wayne, you might play him again. Yeah, you might play him again. Uh, who did? Was it West that canceled, or? We'll get... We'll get All right, y'all off next week? No, we have Bradley Central on Thursday night next week. Bradley Central on Thursday night, so the Red Rebels play on Thursday night next week. And will that kickoff be at 7 or 7.30? 7 o'clock. I like those 7 o'clock kicks on Thursday nights. And we're off next week. We will not be on the air for the Tornadoes. They have an open date before they go on the interstate and close out the season against Kingston. Gatlinburg-Pittman, and Dobbins-Bennett. We'll put some miles on the car the last three weeks of the season before we turn home, return home in the playoffs for week one back at Goddard Field. 528 now in counting. It is third down and six. And a quick throw out to number 21, who alligator arms it. That was Landon Taylor. He saw, I believe, Summerall closing in on him and really shorthanded that. And it goes incomplete. And he's that stops the clock, and the Cougars are forced to punt now. And Marty, uh, Elijah Cannon comes to the sideline holding his shoulder mm. as he comes over to Peggy Brad. He he was one of the ones there to meet the wide receiver and hit him. Um, and I don't know if he just turned it wrong or what, but uh, he's in some pain. Yeah, he is big time. And, it you know, it, as they say, it doesn't take 
a lot of pressure to break a collarbone. I don't. I hope that's not the case. I'll try to get a report from Peggy. She doesn't expound on what injury it may be. She lets us know whether or not they'll be able to return to action. And the kick is away. It's a decent punt. It will be returnable, and it will not be returnable. It goes out of bounds at the 39-yard line of the Cougars. So once again, Alcoa starting in Cougar territory, and most of the game, Heath, has been played on their side of the field. 5.13 remains. Let's take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with more second-quarter action after this. Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blount County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Back at Goddard Field in Alcoa, where Camden Burden has just completed a long pass down to the three-yard line to Isaiah Bryant. And once again, Alcoa in the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone. Actually, that was Zach Lunsford. It's a beautiful pass as well. As he is now in a shotgun, he's going to look. He's going to throw again. He's got a receiver wide open. Nice. And a beautiful throw over there to number, I believe that's 21 or 41. We'll find out in just a moment. He's running our way. Yeah, he's a long way away from us, and we're going to find out now who that. That was green number forty-one. He's changed numbers in the black jersey to twenty-one, but that is Jude Green, and a touchdown for that young man, and that moves the score to forty-one to nothing. It's eighty-one. Seth Green. I do apologize, and he is a. He is a senior, so they're giving him some touches tonight in his final regular season home game, as I said earlier. I just could not make out that eight from a four, and evidently I guess that's his little brother that is 41. And Jet Foley's kick, or PAT, is up and doing. So with 4.59 left in the second quarter, it is 42 to nothing, Alcoa. Let's take a 60-second break. We'll be back with the conclusion of the second quarter. After this message, you're listening to the Twin Cities Hi, Certified and Miracle Ramsey, Game of the Week. And I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. 
We're back at Goddard Field, and it is Foley kicking off. It's short again. Bounces at the 15, takes a backwards hop like you'd like for your shot onto the green to do. It bit, and I think the Cougars were lucky enough to be able to fall on it before a swarm of black jersey tornadoes are there to try to collect the pigskin. But it will be first down and 10 for the Cougars at their 16-yard line. And once again, they start off with horrible field position with 4.54 left in the first half. They trail as well, 42 to nothing. It's a huge uphill climb now for the Cougars. And it'll be an even longer ride back to Northview Academy. I don't know if they take Interstate 40 back up or if they go Boyd's Creek. And it'll be a give to number 27, I believe, or 23, Cruz. He goes, he may get back to the line of scrimmage. I'm going to say it's a loss of one. And I'll try to get you eventually what the total yardage is for the Cougars now. It was a loss of a yard on the carry. And their, I'll get, to, I'll get it in a moment what their total yardage is for the evening. It's not good. Four fifty-nine. Just giving Heath a little assist on the social media so he can update people looking in that can't or is not fortunate enough to listen in on either the streaming or the radio broadcast. The throw is going to be well short of the intended receiver in the right-handed flat, and Coach Nix is yelling at somebody, and he's not real happy, I don't think, with the coverage right there. Or he's not happy with something as he's screaming uh, some direction to his defense. Four minutes left to go in the first half. 42 to nothing, Alcoa on the Twin City Certified and Maribel game of the week. Stay tuned for the halftime show and the Denzo scoreboard following second quarter action. Not a lot of Denzo scoreboard updates tonight, Heath, as we're only one of two games being played tonight. No, uh, a great week for Trevor to be off. It is a good week. And it is, oh, I thought it was going to be an Oski. And one of the biggest plays offensively of the night for the Cougars comes in the arms of Chase Kellaway as the ball is batted into the air and into the awaiting arms of the Cougar wide receiver. And that will move the chains and give them a first and 10 at their own 36-yard line. So 20 yards of offense on this possession now for the Cougars. 3.30 remaining here in the first half. It's 42 nothing Alcoa. And I did say that I would get to what I had for breakfast last week momentarily. And it is going to be a receiver to each side, three backs. It's going to be somewhat of a crossbuck. Mm-hmm. That play took way too long to develop as there was a lot of misdirection. And the only misdirection is the way the ball moved after the running back got it, and it was backwards. It's going to be a loss of six yards as he is – well, they're going to give him forward progress to the 35, which is really surprising. But regardless, it's still a loss of one on first down for the Cougars. They now stare at second down and 11. And I guess that's right, because he got hit right before he got the ball or right as he got the ball in the backfield. Lucky he didn't fumble, Heath, with 2.40 left to go down in the second quarter. Yeah, Solomon Tyson right there waiting for him with a big-time hit. 
and moving north you in the wrong direction. And it is once again Webster to take the snap out of a pistol. He's going to roll to his left. Now he's going to roll to his right. He's going to look. He's got a receiver open over here and just too much arm, and the receiver trying to keep his foot in bounds just can't seem to locate the football, and it goes through his hands and out of bounds, and that play wouldn't have resulted in, in that many yards anyway. And a long pass there to throw. He's thrown that ball 40 yards to possibly have gained two on the play. 2.22, clock stopped in the second quarter with Alcoa leading 42 to nothing. All tornadoes this evening as they attempt to secure their 725th school victory. Quarterback, still number three, Webster. Got two receivers to each side and a wing to the right. He drops back and he's under a long Major pressure. coming after him. And Major Newman puts him in a bag and sacks the quarterback, Webster, for a huge loss back to the 22-yard line. So this is going to now be fourth and forever. A little uh, shout-out to the Netflix series that's been filming the Tornadoes all year. Uh, And as I said, fourth and forever will actually equal fourth and 24 from the 22-yard line. And on the punt, once again, is number nine, Kuznicki. And back deep for the Tornadoes, not real deep, but waiting at their uh, Cougar 40-yard line is number nine. That's Harris, Jordan Harris, and it looks like Isaiah Bright, and it will be a good kick and fair caught as Jordan Harris has driven all the way back to his own 45-yard line. So a kick that covers 28, 33 yards with no return, I'd say that's a win for the Cougars. A minute and a half left. Heath, I said the score would be 42 to nothing. I may want to recount that and say 49 now as the Tornadoes have a lot of time to run this two-minute drill. And they'll do it with Cam Burden in the quarterback. And the running backs will be the two, uh, one freshman and one sophomore, Harris and Cannon. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. And it'll be a crossbuck, and it will be Cannon, Elijah Cannon with the ball, and he'll just pull Cougars with him into Cougar territory and dropped at the 47-yard line. It'll be a pickup of eight on first down for the freshman. A minute 15 left to go now as the clock continues to run. Burden back to the huddle. Alcoa in no hurry. And Cannon, once again, he's coming off holding his shoulder. You wonder if it's a stinger or what, Marty. Is he's, he's in a little bit of pain there. Yeah, it looks like he's holding it. I, I'm not really sure if he's holding it secure or if he's holding it where he may have picked up a high bruise on it. And the give goes... Leaves the bottom. It was bottom in the game now, number 40, and there's another cross buck, same place they ran last time, and, uh, you know, a lot of success on it as he picks up six and another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at the 41-yard line. 40 seconds left, and Alcoa in no hurry. And they may just let the clock run out here in the first half. They have to snap it. There's about a second, and it'll be a give to Jordan Harris, who turns it upfield. He's got room. He needed to break one tackle. Couldn't. He will pick up about 12 yards down to the – or 13 or 14, down to the 27. It'll be 14-yard carry down to the 27 of the Cougars, and that'll do it. The Tornadoes are just going to let the play – 
come to a halt as they lead 42 to nothing against the Cougars here at Goddard Field, and my prediction was correct. That will be the score at the half as the Tornadoes look really good here in the first half tonight and have ran their scoreless quarter total in region play now to 38. We'll be back after a three-minute break. Run to the fridge. Do whatever you got to do. We'll be back with the Bob Ramsey Halftime Report paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer, and the Denzo scoreboard after these messages. Run them, Wayne. Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso and Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. 
It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. We are back and it is halftime here at Alcoa High School for the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel bringing you today's halftime show brought to you by Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. It's 42-0. to zero. Alcoa leads over the Cougars, and it has been, as you just heard, all tornadoes so far here in the first half. And at halftime now, what we usually like to do when we open things up here on the halftime show is we like to give you a statistical breakdown. As we look at the statistical side of things now, and we'll turn it over to Scott Dunkel. Scott, take it away. All right, thank you very much, Heath. Take a look at the visitors tonight, Northview Academy Cougars. 17 rushing attempts, 27 yards, 2 of 8 in passing, 1 interception, 19 yards, 25 plays from scrimmage, 46 total yards, no touchdowns so far tonight. Johnny Webster, 2 of 8, again, 19 yards, 1 interception, has been sacked once, leading rusher for the Cougars tonight. Jamin's Scrotus, Scrotus, how do you pronounce that name? Scoutus. Scoutus, okay. My apologies to Jamin, or Jamin. 32 yards on seven carries as well for him tonight. Uh, other than that, been a really rough night for the Cougars. And um, time of possession, 16 minutes and 51 seconds. That is probably about the most positive thing for the Cougars so far tonight is Keeping, trying to keep the ball away from Alcoa. Obviously, Alcoa scores very fast. Alcoa tonight, 14 rushing attempts, 179 yards, 7-9 in passing, no interceptions, 96 yards, 23 plays from scrimmage, 275 total yards, four touchdowns rushing, two touchdowns passing, six altogether. Foley has been 6-6, six six, perfect again this week in his extra points. Zach Lunsford, 3 of 3, 41 yards and a touchdown. Camden Burden, 4 of 6 for 55 yards. One touchdown also has been sacked tonight. Rushing for Alcoa, Isaiah Cox, one 20-yard carry resulted in a touchdown. Ahmad Sankey, 5 carries, 68 yards, two touchdowns. Ronald Jackson, one carry, 10 yards. Elijah Cannon, two carries, 15 yards. Jordan Harris, two carries, 60 yards for a touchdown. Zane Bonham, two carries, 14 yards. DeHaron Sutter has one catch for 19 yards and a touchdown as well, along with Seth Green, one catch for two yards and a touchdown for Alcoa. Time of possession for Alcoa tonight, seven minutes and nine seconds. But again, that doesn't really matter when you look at the scoreboard, Alcoa, with a quick strike 
Um, offense is already up 42-0 to zero here in the first half. Well, and Scott, 275 total yards of offense for the Tornadoes, only 46 for Northview Academy as it has been all Alcoa and Alcoa on senior night. As we mentioned, the last regular season home game of the year, and we will be on the road for the next three weeks. We'll get next week off, um, but then after that, three straight weeks of being on the road. And, uh, you know, Scott, uh, one of the games, though, we are excited about, as every year we get excited about every other year, is going to Kingston. Uh, yeah, Dobbins Bennett. Nice. Yeah, Very well, nice high school. Well, Kingsport Dobbins Bennett, but Kingston High School, uh, Roan County High oh, School. Yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm thinking of Kingsport, my fault. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I both know you're of those, excited about that stadium. Yeah, well. both of those uh, exciting places to travel to uh, for different reasons. Um, you know, when you look at Kingston, um, not, the, not the best facilities we've necessarily ever been to, but I'd say some of the best people. Yeah, um, we've they're, ever they're traveled good. to and had to deal with. Uh, they're very hospitable. Uh, always make sure their media is taken care of. Um, you know, I, and I don't. We won't probably won't see it as much this season because of COVID and restrictions. But uh, uh, Marty and you and myself can all attest to this. You know, they'll they'll bring buddies and other different types of food up to the game. And at halftime, they brought all their media up. Sonic Blizzard. So I mean, it was it was pretty cool to be up there. Um, number one, took care of us, but two. Uh, very nice people, always checked on us throughout the game to make sure we had everything we needed, made sure oh, yeah. we had enough room for the broadcast, which you don't get a lot on the road, believe it or not, And but just super hospitable, you know. And then you look a couple weeks later, the last regular season, uh, game of the season for Alcoa, Marty mentioned in the pregame show, Alcoa uh, program history, notching some wins that are getting them a little bit closer to number two overall in Tennessee for the most wins by a program. Right. As they're getting closer to none other than Dobbins Bennett. Now, Cole will have an opportunity. Yeah, King, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> King Sport instead of Kingston. Uh, King Sport, Dobbins Bennett, as uh, Alcoa will have a chance with that game. Scott to inch even closer as if Alcoa can come away from that one with a win. That will be Alcoa's third 6A opponent this season. A very impressive thing for a 3A program to do as two years in a row now. Alcoa has played three right. 6A opponents. Um, during the year, and, and again, that's something else to think about. As uh, you know, I, I know we're kind of breaking away from the game at hand, but I, I don't know what else more you want us to say about it. At this point, it's forty-two to zero. But, but Scott, you look at the overall picture of the season for Alcoa, and a lot of schools, um, when they're not playing conference, are going looking for an opponent that's winnable. Right, and this is kind of a weird year anyway. So even being able to find certain opponents and being able to keep the games, there's a lot of games this year that have been either called off, delayed, rescheduled, uh, postponed, whatever, due to COVID-19. So just being able, to, honestly, for Alcoa to get as far as we have already mm-hmm. without having that affect us, whether from another school or whatever, has been, you know, pretty amazing. Yeah, it has. And Alcoa's done a really good job, and so have the other teams in the region, in the county, taking care of their players, taking care of themselves. Um, but, Scott, yeah, I mean, in a pandemic season, being able to keep the schedule they have, but also just in a, in a typical season, again, most times when you're not playing conference opponents, to make yourself look better, you see this college football, you see, you know, I would say high school as well, a lot of times the bigger programs will look to play smaller teams to not to have kind of a, a down week, get, get, a, get an easy win, prep and work on some stuff, not Alcoa. And when they're not playing conference opponents, typically you're seeing a few really pretty solid, bigger opponents on their schedule. Now, Maryville, 
It's a rivalry. They're going to play them every year, kind of like Tennessee-Alabama. You're not seeing Tennessee get two different SEC West teams every season or every other season because Bama's always on the schedule because it's a rivalry. I'll call it the same way with Maryville. But would you look yeah, at teams but... like Blackman and Dobbins-Bennett, two big-time teams that typically do pretty well each year for themselves and always make the playoffs, um, says a lot about this team and, and who they're willing to face night in and night out. Well, it's just because Coach Rankin's not able to schedule any NAIA or FCS <laughs> schools. You know, no, no, nobody wants to play Alcoa. Maryville College has not signed up yet to play the Alcoa right, Tornadoes. Exactly. Maybe next so, year. We'll see if they, but, they yeah, agree. Alcoa, you know, having an excellent year. Again, going to Kings, Kingston or Run County, should I say, uh, you know, as you mentioned earlier, great people um, really enjoy the hospitality from them. Um, me personally, they're pretty much neighbors up on the other side of the ridge because mm-hmm. I live out towards West Knoxville. But, um, you know, great, great host every time we go. Then we have Gatlinburg Pittman coming up. Very enjoyable to go up there. They've got a great view, great ride all the way up. And then to go see the stadium, um, such as it is with with Kingsport, Dobbins, Bennett. I mean, that is a beautiful facility. Regardless, win or lose, it's always a nice trip going up there. Well, and here's the thing, too, Scott, is when you look at this region this season, Kingston is battling it out for one of the top spots in the region. and they well, until they lost last week, Keith, they were number nine in the state. Yeah, and so they lost last week to Stone Memorial, 35-36. to 36. But when you just look at region play, mm-hmm. Kingston's undefeated in the region. Kingston's battling it out this season for a top spot. Typically, you're seeing Alcoa, Austin East, but Austin East, Hasn't won a game this season. Tables have turned a little bit. You still see Gallenberg Pittman up there, as we see every single year, usually around that third or yep. fourth spot. But Kingston has really made a name for themselves this year. They're off this week, so have a chance to kind of rest, kind of lick some of the wounds if they need to after that loss to Stone Memorial, and then regroup for next week as I believe they'll start to play another regional opponent at that point. But that, that's a game you know, on the calendar two weeks from now that's going to be pretty fun. Right, and you, and you look at it too. You've got Alcoa coming up. There mm-hmm. and then, um, and I'm not sure. I don't see the have the calendar in front of me, but they finished with Alcoa. Then they finished with Gatlinburg Pittman. Gatlinburg Pittman has, you know, okay, or at least Kingston's got us. They've got another team, and then Gatlinburg Pittman to finish the season. Where Gatlinburg Pittman, in about three weeks, has Alcoa coming. So, and then they face off Kingston. So basically, that final week of the season between Kingston and Gatlinburg-Pittman is basically going to determine, you know, who's going to get this second place out of this region. Yeah, absolutely. So they got Alcoa in two weeks. Then they'll be on the road to play Pigeon Forge, which should be a pretty easy victory. That'll get them back in the win column and region right. play. Um, and so they'll be, battling, as you mentioned, battling out for second place with Kingsport. Or not Kingsport, excuse me, Gatlinburg-Pittman on October the 30th. So um, uh, a scary night, one night away from Halloween, but a fun night for those two programs, and we'll see who comes out on top. Um, and, and I might be a little biased here, and but uh, I, I kind of on the side just because of the great hospitality they, they show us. I kind of root for Kingston. I, I like to see them do well. I'm excited about the season they're having. They've worked really hard for that, and uh, they're they're really doing something special this year um, and down there. And we're certainly wishing them the best until they meet us in two weeks, well, obviously, and then after that they can do well again. But, Scott, both teams coming back out on the field. Looks like Northview's coming over to get warmed up. Alcoa doing much of the same. We've got about two minutes left before things kind of get rocking and rolling here again. 
in the Twin Cities Certified and Maryville Game of the Week. It was a shortened halftime as uh, it is a school night. Both teams have school tomorrow, so they wanted to get this thing done a little bit quicker. Mercy Rule will also help with that. But thanks so much for tuning in to the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, halftime show. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel. We're going to take a two-minute break, and when we come back, Marty Millsap sent myself on the call to bring you the final two quarters of action. We'll be back right after this. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chai Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. To a little tragically hip, three guns, great song, and a great football program here at Alqua High School as they are two quarters away from securing their 725th victory in school history. Just an outstanding mark, number three in the state of Tennessee. They will pass Dobbins-Bennett at some point in time, possibly this year. Maybe. How would it be if we went up there and beat them and passed them? Uh, on the W, because they had that, the last time we were up at Dobbins-Bennett, they had that plastered all over the place. The number one football program in the United States. It was everywhere. And not long after that, Maribel passed it. I mean, here's the thing, Marty. I believe it was the night we beat them. Yes. Um, so they, if we beat them and then took over as well, they really wouldn't like Alcoa too much, because the last two times Alcoa's played them at Dobbins-Bennett, we've messed up a record for them. Yes, we have, and it is a beautiful facility Absolutely. up there, and just it, it's like two-tiered with press boxes on top. There's a club level. There's like an elevator. Ele- elevator to the press box, and they make sure you get plenty of food. I don't know what it'll be like this year uh, due to COVID restrictions, but always well taken care of it. Most of the places we go to, different this year uh, because of COVID and no open boxes and, and things like that. And now, Alcoa, this will be their last regular season home game as we get set to start the second half, and it's Kuznicki for the Cougars to kick. It's going to be a, just a squib. He's going to kick it out of bounds at the 33. Alcoa will get it at the 35. That's better than having it returned all the way, I guess. And the clock will now start, start and run consistently 
until we're through with play, or uh, I think they stop after the point after touchdown, uh, and change of possession, and injuries, and that's and timeouts, and that's about it. We should get out of here fairly early tonight. It is 8.50, and hopefully we can end things about 9.15. It's a 20, uh, what, a 24 minutes second half, so we're at least looking at about 9.15 to 9.20 before we can uh, call it a night. And to let you know what I had for breakfast last week, thank you for remaining tuned in. Uh, after this play, we'll get to that. And there is a new quarterback in the game, and that is, once again, Zach Lunsford. Through some beautiful passes in the first half, he'll turn. He'll give to a new back in the game now. Is that Shane Bonham? Is back Zane, in? Uh, insane in the membrane. Shane, that's Bonham. his dad. Zane Bonham. And uh, do forgive me, Zane. I apologize about that. He gets up a little gimpy after that carry. Well, he kind of got broken in half on that carry. Yeah, the guy just went in and just more or less <laughs> had a clean shot on him. And his mom does not like to see that. It's second down and nine. He does pick up a yard. On first down, it's 10.35 left to go and counting now in the third quarter. It's 42 to nothing. Alcoa. Shotgun formation, Lunsford in the game. Two running backs, two receivers. He'll turn to give once again a big hole for Sankey. Sankey threw it, and Sankey to open field. He's midfield, the 40. 35-30, 25-20, and into the maroon rectangle goes Ahmad instant. Sankey for another Everding Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes. Third touchdown of the night for Sankey. His 10th touchdown of the season, Marty. Sankey continuing to climb this season with another impressive record. And uh, Marty, last season I had 18 touchdowns for the season. We're not even through the regular season, and he's already at 10. Wow. Impressive. I remember a few years ago when we uh, covered, I believe it was Jerron Tony. He had 52 touchdowns in one season. Mm-hmm. And That's it is a state record. heating to hold now. The kick up and doing for Alcoa. The seventh of the evening for Foley. And Alcoa now pushes their lead to 49 to nothing. We're going to take a 30-second break. We'll be back with more action after this message. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. at Alcoa High School where the Tornadoes have extended their lead to 49 to nothing. And, Heath, they didn't stop the clock after the PAT. They just let it run. So I'm not sure, uh, barring an injury, the clock will stop this evening as Alcoa trots onto the field for the next kick. And I'm sure the Cougars are all well. They would have let it run starting at halftime through the half. Probably should have. Yeah, it would have been a good idea. Regardless, it'll still be an early evening for us. Uh, Thursday evening, we'll have tomorrow night off, and next Friday night we'll be off as well. And Heath has just told me that the Dobbins-Bennett game is also a Thursday night game. It's on October 29th. 
So it'll be a kickoff of 7 o'clock. There at Dobbins Bend, it will have to make the ride up Interstate 40 to 81. And we will see you then. Of course, we'll see you before then, but it'll be a couple of weeks and a day from tonight. And the kick goes out of bounds, and it will be the Tornadoes starting at the 35-yard line. No, the Cougars starting at the 35-yard line. I need some caffeine. 7, 19, and counting left, and the Cougars taking their sweet time exiting the offensive huddle. Now, of course, starting defense still in the game. <clears throat> so, uh, the Tornadoes are leading 49 to nothing. It'll be a pistol formation with two rings, with, uh, wings and a running back and one receiver now for the Cougars. Turn, and they'll give it to the back. That is number five. He's had the best evening tonight for the Cougars. That is Scoutus. And Scoutus picks up about three on first down. And Isaiah Bryant on the tackle for the Tornadoes on the play. And he's, it's, uh, it's going to be 6-1 and one now for the Tornadoes as they enter their bye week, and it will be win number 725 in school history. And, Marty, if they keep this up, they will have another game where they hold a regional opponent scoreless. <clears throat> Indeed, and that will run the... Uh, Currently at 38 straight quarters. They'll run it to 40 quarters is what I was uh, going to say. I was trying to do the math, and I was, once again, in need of some caffeine. <laughs> so... Uh, gain of nothing on the play. It'll be third down and maybe a gain of a yard. It'll be third down and a long six for the Cougars. 540 now remains in the second or third quarter. Second half. We still got the fourth quarter to play and 49 nothing. Alcoa, you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. And it will be a shotgun formation. With three receivers to the left, two to the right, five in the formation, and they go right to left on your listening device. And it's quarterback back, and he's pressured. Greg Carroll was held. And then there to clean up is Solomon Tyson. As he puts him in a bag, he's sacked all the way back to the 29-yard line. So Al Cole, once again defensively, just not letting the quarterback get the throw off. Yeah, nice play that time as Solomon Slicem, Dyson Tyson helps assist the quarterback to the turf. 440 left to go in the third quarter now, and in the punt once again will be Kuznicki. He's made a career tonight of punting to the Tornadoes. He'll get a letter just from this game alone, and his kick is away. It's a decent one that's going to turn over and be fielded in fair caught by Isaiah Bryant back at the 41-yard line. So not bad, once again, on the kick and the special teams by the Cougars. 49 nothing, 410 now, and clock still running for the Tornadoes as they go into the huddle with quarterback Zach Lunsford. Trying to see if there's some more substitutions in. There are. There's a litany of substitutions. Jordan Harris is a new running back. Number 25 for the Tornadoes is another new back in the game. That's Derek Foster. 
those will be in in number 40, is that number 42? That's Hayden Latham. And it'll be a carry now for, what number is that, 25? Yeah, Derek Foster on the carry. He picks up a yard to the 42-yard line. And with three, it'll be less than three minutes on the clock after the next snap. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And once again, it'll be Derek Foster and Isaiah Bryant in the backfield with Zach Lunsford. He'll have one receiver and two tight ends. He's going to throw to that one receiver, which is Ford. Ford makes a catch, moves inside, and then will be met by a host of Cougars, or is it a pack of Cougars, at the 47-yard line. So it'll be a pickup. They're actually going to give him forward progress to the 48. So it'll be third down and three on the next snap. So a pickup of seven on the pass from Lunsford to Ford. 240 now remains in the third quarter. 49 nothing Alcoa. And while we got time last week, I ate at Rammy's Cafe over on Broadway in North Knoxville on Record Store Day. And me and my son both had the same thing. We had um, chicken fried steak with two eggs sunny side up, hash browns or home cut fries. It's Lunsford on the carry out of the shotgun. Turns it upfield, makes one man miss, and into Cougar territory and down at the 46th. And with the eggs, the home-cut fries, and the chicken fried steak, I had a side of biscuit, biscuits and gravy. I didn't eat again until dinner. Well, so you might have needed a side of Tums after that. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. It was good, though. And I did pick up a few records at Record Store Day last week. I did not get the Sunvolt album or the Dinosaur Jr. album that I wanted. They didn't have those in stock, but there was a very limited number of those made. And I'm not sure who actually got those. I don't know if there was any release in Tennessee or not. But regardless, eye formation, Lunsford goes under center. And dotting the eye will be Bryant, I believe. And he's going to get it off tackle to the right. Lowers his shoulder, goes forward. And that'll move the chains as he's tackled at the, that's Tariq Foster, I'm sorry. 25 instead of 26. He is down to the 35-yard line. And that'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down with a minute 10 left to go in the third quarter and Alcoa leaving 49 to nothing. Lunsford back into the huddle. He'll go back under center. It'll be I formation again. It will be Latham, the fullback, and it'll be Derek Foster, the tailback. He'll get the carry. Same play, other side. He's got there a lot of room. And he is going to dash to the maroon rectangle for another Alcoa, Everding Orthodontics, touchdown, Tornadoes. Nice run that time by Derek the Freak Foster, who finds an opening and then finds the end zone. A 35-yard touchdown run by Derek Foster, and now on to kick will be Jet Axel Foley. The hold will be by Heaton. And the clock's still running. This will be the last play of the third quarter. The snap, the set, the kick, everything beautiful. And Alcoa extends the lead to 56 to nothing as we end play in the third quarter. Let's take a 60-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week after these messages. 
Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. We are back at Goddard Field and Bill Bailey Stadium on the campus of Alcoa City Schools where the Tornadoes have just extended their lead to 56 to nothing over the Cougars of Northview Academy. And uh, Jerry Judy of Alabama just scored a touchdown for the Broncos as they go ahead of the Jets 10 to 7 on the Denzo scoreboard. The kick high, short, fielded at the 18, upfield comes number 5. There's a little bit of everything tonight. That is Scout Scaretus, and he brings it out. Boy, that's a tough name to pronounce, uh, Scaretus. Anyway, he brings it out to the 25-yard line, a, a return of about seven yards. Clock's still running at 11.38. And if all goes well, Wayne, we'll have you home before 9.30 tonight as if, if he can keep it brief in, uh, in the post game. Blame <laughs> it on the ginger. <laughs> Why not? It will be the Cougars to line of scrimmage. It'll be Webster in it, uh, quarterback. He's in a pistol. He turns and hands it to number, I believe that's 20, and he's off to the races. He may score. He may break the consecutive quarter streak for the Cougars, oh. and he won't. He's struck down inside the 10-yard line. But he almost broke that for a huge run of, that's going to go about 70, 66 yards, something like that on the carry for number 20 into the game. And that is uh, Chase Telleway. Cool. They may want to put their starters in for a few places. Yeah, they may want to. <laughs> and, and, and Heath also, that probably is more yardage on that one run that they've had offensively all night. You are correct, Mike. So the, the ball is first and goal at the nine. And it will be pistol formation, two wings and a back and two receivers. And it'll be a jet sweep to the left to number 21, who's finally pushed out of bounds at the four-yard line. And number 21 is Landon Taylor. And a decent little pickup of about six yards on first down for him. They are inching ever so close to that maroon rectangle, something that no region opponent has done since the last game of the 2018 season. This right now, the quarter streak is at 39 for the Tornadoes of holding region opponents scoreless. Two receivers, two wings, 
in a pistol formation with one running back behind Webster. It'll be a jet sweep again. It'll be the number five, Scroutus, and he will dash into the maroon rectangle on the left-hand side, and that'll stop the scoreless streak at 39 quarters for the Tornadoes. And Scortis, uh cuts the lead now to 56-6, pending the PAT by the Cougars. Or let's see if they go for two. I believe they may go for two here, Heath. Clock's still running at 8.55. I mean, the success they've had on this drive, why not? I know, right? Go ahead and see if you can't stick it in there. And as I said on the Denzo scoreboard, the Broncos on a touchdown by Jerry Judy go in front of the Jets 10-7. to Scoring tonight, in case you're in fantasy ball, Sam Darnold rushed up the middle for 46 yards and a touchdown for the Jets. If you happen to start him as a two-point conversion, is good. Just a run right up the middle. And the running back, I believe that's number 23, that is Alex Cruz finds the maroon rectangle once again for the two-point conversion, and we're now at 56-8 to with eight minutes left to go. Let's take another 60-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin Cities Certified Game of the Week after this. El Higador Mexican Grill, authentic uh, Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. The kick is squibbed by the Cougars, picked up at the 20 on the far sideline by the Tornadoes, and I can't, I couldn't tell who the returner was for the Tornadoes. It was really hard to pick up his number. Jamal, Jamal Williams was the returner. A good return as he picks up about 19 out to the 39-yard line, and we are at the six-minute mark left to go in this contest. The Tornadoes lead 56-8 to here at Goddard Field. The final home game of the 2020 regular season for the Tornadoes. As they will have next week off and then be on the road for the last three games of the season. Lunsford still in the game at quarterback. Takes a snap, gives the ball, basically on a crossback to number new running back, I do believe that was. Number, it's hard to tell, 25, that's still Derek Foster. He's going to lose about a yard on the carry back to the 38. 
It'll be second down 11. And they're going to say he got back to line of scrimmage. So it'll be second down 10, no loss of yardage. And now less than five and a half minutes left to play as Alcoa is enjoying a 56-8 to lead. Shotgun for Lunsford. Takes a snap look. It's going to throw quickly out to number 19 for the Tornadoes. Or is that? Yeah, that's number 19. That is Jamal Williams who made the return a minute ago on the kickoff. He'll make the catch. He'll gain about five yards, and then he'll take a solid hit, and he'll be dropped to the turf at the 44-yard line. It'll be third down five now for Lunsford and the Tornadoes. 450 and counting now left on the scoreboard. Lunsford will empty the backfield with the exception of Latham. And in motion comes Jamal Williams. He'll get it on a delayed jet sweep, but he's got some room. And he breaks one, two, three tackles as he goes inside of Cougar territory and down at about the 40-yard line. And there's a flag on the play. This is probably going to be a block in the back or a hold. It will be a hold. And instead of first and 10 in Cougar territory, it'll now be third down and about 15 or 14, I'll say, depending on where they mark it off at. Three fifty six left. And counting. We're in the fourth quarter. Alcoa leads fifty six to eight. On the Denzo scoreboard. Three thirty left now. Shotgun, and Lunsford looking to throw. He's got a receiver open on the on an out. That's number five making the catch. That's Kobe Bledsoe, a six one junior, and he gets both feet in at the forty seven yard line. It'll be a couple of yards shy of a first down, but nonetheless a twelve yard pickup. And the Tornadoes are going to punt, which kind of surprises me. With three twelve left, and look for them to try to draw the Cougars offside. Or do you even do that when you're up this high, this much, Heath? I don't think so, Marty. I don't either. But you've still got some starters out there. And watch for a fake right here because you've got Sankey um, behind one of the fly guys on the punt. The punt comes back. Not a fake. The kick is away. Beautiful It's a beautiful kick. It's high, deep, fielded at the 10 on a fair catch by number four. Five, I believe. No, that's number, is it 15? That is Kyle Colnassi, and that's where the Cougars will take over at their 10-yard line. A beautiful kick that time, and normally that is number 99 doing the punting. <clears throat> Braden Anderson <clears throat> for the Tornadoes. And a great job there, a booming kick. Uh, 42 yards with no return. And now under two minutes left to go in the contest. Shotgun or pistol and just a handoff up the middle out to about the 13-yard line go the Cougars with a minute 48 left to go. 56-8 to Alcoa in the lead in the final regular season home game of the year. Gildersleeve on the carry that time for 
the Cougars. It'll probably be about two or three more plays, Heath, and we'll be out of here. Stay tuned for after the game for the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 halftime show, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. And also the Denzo scoreboard. Pistol formation, two receivers, two wings, one back. And it's a little misdirection. The snap went to number 21, and that is Taylor. And he'll take it for about a yard out to the 15, and that'll set up third down and five now with less than 50 seconds left to go in the game. This will probably be the last play. The play clock has not started. So if the Cougars want to take a knee right here or just load up on the bus, this will be it. 56 to 8, same formation, two wings, two receivers, one wing and one receiver to each side, and it'll be a give quickly, um, just a jet sweep. I couldn't tell who the back was. Regardless, it'll be, I believe that is number 21 once again. 20, it was number 20 into the game now. That is Callaway, and that's going to do it. 56-8 to will be your final in the final home game of the year at Goddard Field of the regular season for the Tornadoes. They pick up another W. They move to 6-1 and on the year, remain undefeated in region play, and will have next week off before they travel 40 west to Kings or, or Kingston in two weeks to take on the Bobcats. And I will be there along with Heath and the Triple D crew as we travel to Kingston. Remember to stay tuned after this three-minute break for the Bob Ramsey postgame show, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. Back after this. Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blount County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message.
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Welcome in as we have just wrapped up the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Keith Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel as the Alcoa Tornadoes dominate in tonight's ball game and defeat the Cougars of Northview Academy High School 56-8. to The only downside of tonight's game is Northview score, which breaks the shutout record as Alcoa had shutout regional opponents coming into tonight's game at 36 straight quarters. Um, tonight, the streak ends at 39 and a half as a, another solid win for Alcoa, but impressive job by Northview breaking the streak as they are the first regional opponent in the regular season to score in Alcoa since October 26, 2018. So, to Austin East. To Austin okay. East, absolutely. And, Scott, fun fact for you, the last team to score in Alcoa in the regular season Austin East, regional, last regional score. They only scored eight points as well. A little fun there fact you for you. Right um, all right, so time for a statistical breakdown, and we'll now turn it over to Scott Dunkel for the final stat. All right, Heath, thank you very much. Looking at our visitors tonight, the Cougars from Northview Academy up the road in Kodak. 103 rushing yards, 26 attempts, two of eight in passing, one interception, 19 yards. 34 plays from scrimmage, 122 total offensive yards, 181 all-purpose yards. One rushing touchdown tonight as well. Two-point conversion attempt was good. Johnny Webster for the Cougars, two of eight, 19 yards, one interception. Sacked twice. No one else um, played it or at least threw a pass for the Cougars. They did have a couple of guys also go into kind of wildcat formations. Rushing for the Cougars tonight, um, Johnny Webster, three kick, or three attempts, negative six yards. Landon Taylor, one for six yards. Alex Cruz-Mendoza, four carries for negative eight yards tonight. Jamin 
scouts as eight carries, 36 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Yildersley, four carries, four, seven yards for the Cougars tonight. Again, 26 carries on four, 103 yards and a touchdown. Receiving for the Cougars tonight, Chase Kellaway, one catch for 21 yards. And William Kirby, one catch for negative two. For the Cougars, they had the ball 26 minutes, 56 seconds, two penalties for 10 yards, three first downs for the night for the Cougars. Now to Alcoa. 22 rushing attempts, 296 total rushing yards, 13.5 yard average there, 10 of 12. Passing, no interceptions, 120 yards, 34 total plays from uh, scrimmage, 416 offense of scrimmage yards, 437 total um, all-purpose yards. Just remember those include uh, kickoff and punt return yardage. Six touchdowns, two or rushing touchdowns, two passing, eight total for Alcoa. Foley, eight of eight in extra point attempts. All good. Great night for him. Zach Lunsford, six of six, 56 yards, one touchdown. Camden Burden, four of six, 55 yards, one sack and one touchdown for the Tornadoes tonight. Little statistical stuff on the rushing and passing tonight. Zach Lunsford, one carry, six yards. Isaiah Cox, one carry, 20 and a touchdown. One reception and 18 yards there. Ahmad Sankey, six carries, 129 yards, three touchdowns tonight. No receptions. Camden Burden, one rush, negative eight yards. He was sacked earlier, as I mentioned. Ronald Jackson, one carry, 10 yards. Braden Anderson, no carries, but had two catches for 18 yards. Elijah Cannon, two carries for 15 yards. Jordan Harris had a good night tonight. Two carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Derek Foster, four carries, 47 yards, a touchdown as well. Isaiah Bryan had a catch for 36 yards, no rushing. Zane Bonham, three carries, 15 yards tonight as well. Teheran Sutterith, one catch, 19 yards, and a touchdown for Alcoa. Landon Ford, one catch, three yards. Kobe Bledsoe, one catch, 12 yards for Alcoa tonight. Jamal Williams, one rush, two yards, one catch, five yards tonight. Seth Green also getting into the act. One catch, two yards, and a touchdown as well. That caps off Alcoa's statistics there briefly. Two penalties, 15 yards, pretty clean game there, Heath. And 14 first downs for the Tornadoes. They had the ball for a total of 21 minutes and four seconds, and that wraps up the statistics for tonight. Well, Scott, Jamin Scortis, the only big-time player, really, who made a name for himself tonight against Northview, other than the young man that scored the touchdown for him and probably broke a record. But other than that, it was all Alcoa. As Alcoa, on senior night, was able to get a lot of their seniors into the ball game and allow them an opportunity to make some plays. Um, and We certainly enjoyed seeing that as much as their parents did as well, as this is the last home game for Alcoa until playoffs, as we will be off next week. And two weeks from now, Alcoa and ourselves will travel over the mountain as we will play Roan County High School, also known as Kingston High School, the Yellow Jackets. So it will be a very big-time game there as Kingston undefeated in region play and more than likely, Scott, see how they do next week, but more than likely a great opportunity where two schools in the region will face each other undefeated. Typically, Alcoa versus Austin East this year. Looks like it's going to be Alcoa versus Kingston. So 
that's going to be a really fun matchup. Oh, yeah, Heath, and both teams going in with one loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maribel defeated Alcoa earlier, and Stone Memorial taking care of Kingston last week. But both teams playing really good. Kingston, I haven't seen the latest polls. The week before, they were ranked number nine. Going in, Alcoa was ranked number one. So, again, two teams that are at least probably within the top 10 to top 12 um, for the state in their classification of 3A. So it looks like a, a good head-to-head matchup coming up. Kingston always a fun place to go play as well. Absolutely. is. Uh, Kingston off this week, but yeah, as we just mentioned, had a tough loss last week to Stone Memorial, 35-36, to lost by one. But uh, hopefully getting back in the win column next week as they will play Scott County the week before they face Alcoa. But we're looking forward to that. But we're also looking forward to uh, a little bit of time off here on oh, yeah. fall break with Tornadoes. And it will be ramped up and ready to go to bring you another game live here on WKBL Rocky Top Sports Radio 100.9 FM, 8.50 a.m. So that will be in two weeks. Game will kick off on Friday night at 7.30 with a pregame show at 7 o'clock. But thanks so much for tuning in to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel, Marty Millsaps, Trevor Dunkel, and Wayne Kaiser back at the studio. Until next time, Alcoa 56, North U8, and we say until then, so long, good night, and yes, that just happened. From Blunt County to all of Knoxville, this is WKVL 850 AM and 100.9 FM Maryville.